Welcome to the final live pee which I... That we will also reopen restaurants and pubs. Hallelujah! The wearing of face coverings in shops in England will become compulsory from midnight. We drove for roughly half an hour and ended up on the outskirts of Barncastle Town. I got into a different kind of entanglement. Did you see? 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 Hello and welcome to Did You See, a podcast where we catch up on all the things we saw this week. I'm your host, Talon Aslanian, and I'm here with Rose Lander. Hello. Pippa Smith. Hello. And Sophia Miller. Hey, you're back. <laughs> I have returned <laughs> and I'm in quarantine. <laughs> We're four socially distant journalists, but despite being stuck inside, we can't tear ourselves away from all the madness on our screens. In the week where a devastating explosion rocked Beirut and shocked the world, did you see everything that happened? The Eat Out to Help Out scheme launched this week with Brits bagging £10 off a meal when eating out. The UK was hit by another blistering heatwave. And a group of Karens got together to defend the name Karen on this morning. Did you see all that, guys? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. I ate out to help out. And, You're such um, a good citizen. And it was pretty funny because... Um, the pub that I went to was very clearly overwhelmed with the number of people that were there. And yeah. it was almost like we were a nuisance to them for being there. <laughs> like when yeah. my dad a couple of times, well, quite a few times, asked for things that hadn't been brought to us. And like, we had to wait a really long time for everything. And, um, and you know, they would come over and be like, yes, it's just that we're very busy. We're like, okay, well, we won't bother you again then. <laughs> um, we tried to book for Wednesday this week um, and we couldn't get a table in any of the... We only looked at sort of more independent places around us, but we couldn't get a table anywhere, presumably because of it out to help out. So we've got to go next week. Uh, but never well, mind. we're going to try and book for... The third week of August, because I think that's the best bet, really. Yeah, I think the hype will prob- Most people have done it this week, won't they? So, I think um, the hype well, will I die think, down. I think the hype won't die down. I just think you've got to get in there. No <laughs> yeah. one's going to let this go. Like, after two weeks, people are still going to be on the discounts. Well, <laughs> it depends. But maybe not at independent restaurants, maybe at uh, some bigger yeah, chains. Yeah, I think, I think, like, the the sort of approach we're coming from is like oh these are businesses that we like because we don't really go out for meals much as a family like only for special occasions really so we're more coming out from the perspective of oh we normally go there for a special occasion but we want to help them out because they're an independent place so let's go for the scheme whereas like I guess the other approach is I want to meet my friend let's go somewhere on a Monday to Wednesday and get 10 pounds off which is also valid and I would be doing if I was still in a city well, our approach is to try things that we've always wanted to try, but just Ooh. never have. Mm. So there are a few independent restaurants that we always walk past and have walked past during lockdown on our one piece of exercise a day walks. <laughs> and um, we always like, oh, we should go there. And now we actually want to. Um, but I did go to Five Guys on Monday and was shocked at how expensive it still was, despite <laughs> it being 50% off. So, That's um, just five guys' problems, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous, guys. I can't wait to get out of the house finally. <laughs> when are you like? When are you free from your 
from your prison. So my last day in quarantine is next Wednesday. So I'm counting down the days. Exciting. I've been a very good citizen. I've been very safe. Kept I'm inside. glad. This is the good to know. The of the commuter belt of South London better watch out next Thursday because Sophia's going to be on one. <laughs> 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 and guys, did you see the group of Karens on this morning? The thing is about this, I didn't see the it like, on the TV. I saw it on Twitter. No, because we're productive humans and we're not yeah. watching this morning at oh, 10.30. It's fun. I would... I, I would. No. <laughs> I haven't got. I haven't got anything against anyone that does. Um, oh, that's true. I I just think that bless them. The Karens didn't seem to realise that going on this morning to complain mm-hmm. about this Karen thing was the most Karen thing ever. Uh, <laughs> shall we explain the Karen meme for anyone who might not know? I guess. I think you knows. should. But for our more um, American listeners, perhaps. Do they have the no, same situation? Yes, an American thing. Yeah, yeah. American Is it? Thing. Yeah. I think oh. it originated in America. But perhaps well. some people might not know. So, Talon, what's the Karen meme? What is Karen? Well, Karen is the typical white, annoying woman who is everything we're trying to shy away from in society and not be labelled as, but <laughs> seems to continue on whinging and um complaining i'm not entirely sure but she's the sort you of see... person who would ask to see the manager uh if you were working in a shop or a restaurant um to complain about something she you know she doesn't take any any no nonsense. i think that's okay i i'm <laughs> not i'm not i'm not giving karen's that but no, I'm unreasonably i'm saying unreasonably so if she would yes ask to that's see the fair manager. she'd say that you couldn't possibly deal with her complaint which was like a nonsensical complaint anyway and therefore she would ask to see someone she'd kick up a fuss um obviously this doesn't apply to specific karens but some of the karens have got upset uh because they feel that uh that, that this is dismissive and i have seen some interesting articles saying how it is like kind of dismissive of women and like it's kind of blown up a bit beyond its original kind of i think you just got to take it as a bit of fun though haven't you yeah absolutely yeah i nobody genuinely thinks that if somebody's someone you introduce yourself to someone and they say oh my name's karen and you're like no. oh god don't want to talk to you yeah that's not the point <laughs> is it <laughs> Well, guys, I just wanted to stop and say, if you like what you're listening to, please subscribe to us on whatever platform you're hearing our lovely voices, whether that's Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember to follow us on Twitter. We're at DYS underscore podcast. And you can find us on Facebook with the same name. We're sharing lots of great content and it would be a shame to miss everything that's going on there. It would be a shame if you missed great content like the Esther McVeigh a video of herself driving around the countryside with a green screen it would be indeed and to be honest that did brighten up my day a little <laughs> bit for some reason so i don't okay. get why everyone calls it content now because i don't go to like a film and be like oh that was great content or like read a book and be like that was great content i would be like that was a great film or that was a great book or that was a great video or whatever it is yeah do you know what i mean i actually do but 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 I do it through, um, I'm trying to be ironic, but I do it because, like, it, that's moved from irony to me actually doing it now. <laughs> I feel like 
it's because like because I go I, that's so that that content is so wholesome I think it's because <laughs> I spent too much time doing job applications and like the standard sort of cover letter sentence of I create excellent media content on whatever like platform or form and like all this sort of stuff uh no I do don't you go wholesome content oh my god I hate myself yeah <laughs> no I do say that I would yeah yeah no I do say that <laughs> anything online on social media is content definitely. life is content everything is content constantly creating content are you content with your content (laughs) okay let's get started before we drive ourselves insane Sophia what did you see this week okay let me get this right did you see the wild boar that stole a nudist laptop in a park in Berlin not really (laughs) not personally (laughs) Yeah, I can't see. I saw it in person either. Thank goodness. (laughs) So this nudist is sunbathing and he has his laptop in like a plastic bag. It looks a bit like a bag for life. Um, And we've spoken before on the podcast about animals in lockdown are like starting to adventure into um, previously human spaces like towns and this time parks um and basically what happened here was berlin is seeing a rise in wild boar um start to emerge um in human areas and this wild boar and its piglets comes into the park grabs the plastic bag with the laptop in and just legs it and there are some very hilarious pictures but it was all consensual the man did agree um (laughs) Of this naked man chasing this wild boar who has a plastic, like, bag for life in its mouth. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, So I'd recommend checking this. Like, if if you like a good laugh, that that definitely will do it. And it's um, actually, uh, it comes at a time in Berlin, there's been other animals doing cheeky little thefts. (laughs) So a fox has stolen loads of people's flip-flops. So they found it with a huge collection Aww. of shoes. It's a little, what was very it sweet. The fox looks Aww. in the picture. The fox looks a bit guilty. Mm-hmm. Like you caught me. Yeah. Um, I just love that the nudist had a, a bag for life. But then when I think about it, like if you're being a nudist, like where do you put your things? So like I always have to wear really? a jacket even in hot weather. Do you so not just bring a bag for pockets? Because ladies, I, I, ladies. Well, no, not maybe, but usually I, I just want pockets. Yeah, but I'd rather a bag don't have pockets, and it's very irritating. Um, I agree with you, but the man, the man had a laptop, yeah. Pippa. So unless you've got some very big pockets, <laughs> that's true. I think it's most likely. But still, you have I just a bag. like that his only worldly possessions were in a carrier bag. So he'd almost like taken the nudist thing to like. <laughs> Great extreme. I'm looking at the photo now. It's just funny (laughs) seeing all the people around because they're like looking at him and they're laughing. There's just so many sunbathers around, like, what's going on? To clarify, (laughs) this isn't like a nudist beach or a nudist park. No, everyone else is clothed. He's the only one (laughs) naked. I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like I'm, I have no issue with people being nudist. Yeah, there's normally like areas where you're supposed to be allowed or encouraged. Yeah, because you sort of think if you're you're there with the family having your picnic in Berlin, you're having a Frankfurter. I hope that's not an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> and a naked man. 
I don't know what I'd think. In Germany, there's a strong tradition of naturism. So mm. it's oh, okay. not unusual to have naked people in parks, according to my research. Not that I've ever okay. seen it and on any of my trips to Germany, seen any naked so, people in parks. So, yeah, it's not legal on, in no, this wait. country then. So you- As a nudist, <laughs> do you go to the park clothed and then take your clothes off? Or do you like just go around without your clothes on? That's a good question, Talon. I don't mm. know. I'm afraid I don't have the answer for I you. I would say it would be go clothes. Yeah, but I think they then wear clothes when they have to go to other places where where clothes are required. I think I think there's quite a lot mm. of like you know um, the bank etiquette involved. Like they do respect the clothed community. Uh, so my my mum is the is a member of um, a nudist club in. Uh, in Cambridge, but it's it's not actually it's not called a nudist club, and she doesn't go nude, so it's it's the Riverbank oh, Swimming cool. Club, and it's pre- it's predominantly naturist, but you are allowed to go there as a member of the clothed community. I'm just making that term up, by the way. I don't know if that's what they actually say. <laughs> a member of the clothed community. Um, but so we always go swimming there and wear our swimming clothes and wear our clothes, and we're not judged. They accept us. Actually, swimming is like the only time I've ever probably gone nude, but not amongst people. You've, amongst you've friends. swum nude. I've swum nude, yeah, once. Um, with some gal pals, we went swimming. I've swum nude in my bath. In your bath? How big is your bath? <laughs> not very big. In my research to find out whether nudists wear clothes on the way to like a nudist area, <laughs> I've come across a article that says clothes off, masks on. <laughs> Reopening ah, a nudist resort during a lockdown. Yeah. Oh my oh, god, that's great. so interesting. Mm. So do nudists wear masks? Yeah, so they're not fully nude anymore. Oh, I wow. wish I had the confidence to be a nudist, but I, I don't feel I do. I think, honestly, all I of my cold. life problems would be solved if I had the confidence to be a nudist. If everyone else was <laughs> nude, though, you'd, I think you'd get used to it quite quickly and you would stop really thinking about it. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I've seen the picture on Twitter and someone has replied to it. The worst, spelt W-U-R-S-T, <laughs> is yet to come. <laughs> oh, that's so um, funny. Oh I think they're trying to reintroduce wild boar into the UK, so maybe this is the future for us. Maybe this is really? the sort of shenanigans we're going to mm-hmm. have to put up with. Because um, rewilding is a big big topic at the moment, and wild boar is one, one of the key ones that we used to apparently mm-hmm. have. Keep your laptops close, guys. Mm. I went to uh, a yeah. nature reserve near my house the other day where they have water buffalo. Oh, for that, did you guys, for that purpose. Did you guys see the news about the beavers this week? The first uh, lot of beavers have been per- given permission to keep their dam wherever it is in the UK. Oh my news. goodness! Permission. Did they did they get a lettuce in the post? Uh, hang on, let me let me just confirm this story. But I'm fairly okay. certain I heard the word. That sounds like the most 2020 thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that I'm said to get me out of here as moving to the UK? Yes. Yeah. And what the hell? That's gonna be so <laughs> rubbish. And if they stay in the UK next year, I'll be very disappointed. 
they're staying in the, in a ruined castle and so... everyone's leapt on that to make Barnard Castle joke. <laughs> <laughs> so um are they going to be like is it going to be like D of E like are they going to be camping and doing like <laughs> kind of UK style endurance trials or are they just going to like bring loads of snakes Are we going to make to... them eat spam? Yeah. Um, yeah, and at the end, Prince Philip comes and gives them a handshake. Yeah. <laughs> at the end. Um, so, back to Beavers. Uh, they've won the legal <laughs> right to remain on the UK River. Um, so, they were introduced um, after being wiped out, and that they've now been like officially protected. Uh, so yeah, beavers have the legal right to remain in the UK now. Isn't that great? Amazing. Nigel so Farage will be. Threatened. I hope they pay their way um, because you know our system is overwhelmed. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Well, I love Sophia when you bring us animal chat, <laughs> and you always bring us the best animal chat. And Pippa, you just Aww. contributed to. But we always have a great laugh. <laughs> so pure. That, my friend, is wholesome content. Hey. Okay, well, on to pretty cool content, which I didn't see this week. Rose, what are you wanting to talk about? Well, did you see, and Talon didn't, I hear. Did you see that three sailors were rescued from a deserted island in the Pacific Ocean this week? No. Yes. So they, they were, they're Micronesian, these sailors, and um, their boat ran out of fuel and they ended up stranded on this island, one of about 600, I think, in Micronesia. It's called Piccolot. Um, and they had construct. They'd been there for three days when a-, a big SOS sign that they'd written in the sand was spotted by a helicopter overhead, and then a and the helicopter checked in on them, and then they were sent a boat to come and rescue them. So it's a good news story this week, and one of those like classic, you know, adventure stories. Like, how would you survive three days on an island? They made a um, a temporary shelter. For themselves oh, wow. to stay in. That's going to be Aww. made into a film next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this came to my attention only via um, a viral video of BBC news presenter Simon McCoy uh, presenting the story and then at the end going, I'd have stayed. Um, yeah. Because I think he's summing up 2020 in the sense of maybe it's nicer to be stuck on an island. Um, than to return to civilization. Yeah, it does look very idyllic. Um, but I wonder. I mean, I haven't seen much more detail about their their three day stay on the island. They probably had supplies on their boat. I'm imagining, but obviously, if they'd stayed for much longer, it wouldn't have been that happier story. I because yeah, it's it wouldn't a have been very idyllic. small, very small little sandy island they were on there. So. So they ran out of petrol, or their boat yeah, broke they ran down. Out, yeah, they ran out of they ran out of fuel. I think. Well, that's what happened. just terrible. Planning, not, isn't it? not a good time stranded, to run out of fuel. Stranded. Stranded. Didn't there. the petrol light come on? Couldn't they stop at the, <laughs> the local SO? So it strayed <laughs> off, straight off course once they ran out of fuel. Um, oh and their, but their God. their absence was known. So maybe because some people knew that they hadn't returned when they were supposed to return. So maybe if 
if this helicopter didn't spot them, there would there would still be a search party out there looking for them. Um, I think it's great though because like you always sort of see almost it's almost like cartoon like yeah the sense of like them writing SOS yeah. and being like captured it's like, like in Madagascar a, did you watch yeah, Madagascar it's like the plot of a film yeah. and then it actually happened and it actually worked um I'm quite like into that as an idea so but you often see in the film that they do SOS and then yeah, there's yeah. a massive boat or a helicopter and then they send off they send off the flare and no one notices. Yeah, that, and you're that's like, like, oh, the damn really it! Depressing yeah. moment. So yeah. amazing, amazing that the helicopter did spot it. <laughs> that that moment of relief must have been so sweet. But there was a there is a turtle nesting site on the island. So, um, Aww. that must yeah. have been really cute. I don't know if they um, were hatching <laughs> at the time or anything, but good to know. <laughs> I saw this week. Did you guys know there's an app? that has like every three meter squared like square in the world and it gives it three words yeah i've got it and like so you can tell emergency services the words and then they can find you yeah i just didn't know this was a thing but apparently it is so like if you're lost and you don't know where you are if you've got a phone signal you can ring rose what's your word well i can't remember them off the top of my head I'll i'll have to check on my phone give me a second but so, it is really good. So, where I am has a word. It has three, three words. words. For your Everything. little three square metered yeah. box that you're in. But how do you know where you are? How so do you, you go know on the, the app and then the app lo- yeah, geolocates you. On a, I guess if you're stuck on a desert island, you've got a day of battery left. I think it's more like if you're going up a mountain, like we were talking about last week, and you get stuck somewhere and you don't know where you are exactly, Yeah, you can use this to say... But it probably didn't work on the Micronesian island because I'm assuming there wasn't phone signal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that so thing. that is a pre like prerequisite to using this app. But there you go, public service to everyone if you didn't know about that. I shall download it for when we're climbing up our mountains. Yes, exactly. Okay, well, from one hot place to another, Pippa, what did you see this week? So did you see that Donald Trump pronounced thailand thailand this week no but like <laughs> i feel like i've heard him say I'm it not before surprised. As well. <laughs> so this like this is just a little bit mad this is like where we've got into slightly like the reason that i've picked this is because not only did he say thailand there was then a guy who like went quite viral on twitter because an author who just insisted that that is how you say thailand <laughs> and that he was correct now the original uh, video, if you want to watch it, can be found lots of places. I got it via Huffington Post. And in it, he's speaking at a, a, a Whirlpool factory, um, washing machines. And he's talking about um, sort of manufacturing and trade overseas. So he talks about Vietnam and then he says, and Thailand. But then in the next sentence, he says Thailand. So he's clearly just Mr. Bacon. But this guy on Twitter, his name is uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, and I'm hoping I've pronounced that right. Uh, but if not, I'm sure he'll correct me. Uh, he basically said that he thought it was funny that the rest of the media were like taking the mick out of Trump for saying Thailand because that's actually the way it's said around the world. Um, and then the tweet that really, it really got, grinds my gears 
Izzy says, I'm really enjoying the Thailand controversy I seem to have kicked off. Outside of America, every English-speaking country, starting with the one that invented the language, pronounces it the way Trump did. Thailand is for frontier people who like to simplify pronunciations. Right, so I'm assuming that by the place that invented the English language, he means England. And I, for one, have never, ever heard anyone say Thailand. In fact, I've heard Thailand from America. <laughs> the only time I've heard they have Thailand a good Lego land. <laughs> is from um, The Hangover. And yes. that's an American film. So... And it's a joke, isn't it? In, in... Yes, <laughs> in it is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe we could ask the listeners whether they say Thailand or Thailand. Because according to this no, guy, we're not asking we've been saying it that question the whole time. <laughs> There's and I looked it up, podcast. and just just in case I was going mad because I genuinely thought I might be, I looked it up on Cambridge English Dictionary, and they pronounce it Thailand, and they also in the American pronunciation pronounce it <laughs> Thailand. Um, I mean, I can sympathise with Trump. I kind of feel a bit bad that people jumped on it because it's easy to trip over your words when you're reading something, and I think he just—I genuinely think he just misspoke. Because he yeah. literally says Thailand in the next... I don't think he thinks that Thailand I feel like is called he Thailand. Missed... Yeah. I think he just kind of was speaking. But for, for I think he looked kind of ridiculous to times. then jump in and defend him as having pronounced it correctly. <laughs> That's the craziness of this whole thing. Um, is the, this person who's gone oh, in there and defended him, is he a fan? Uh, a so, I, I mean, I think so. So... He is uh, the author of the book uh, United States of Socialism, which is uh, oh. which is about who is behind modern day socialism, why is it evil, and how can we stop it? Oh, fine. Uh, so from that took that, a turn. <laughs> yeah, I know. I read that and was like, oh, why is he supporting Trump? But then when you read the <laughs> the description. Um, so he's like an anti-socialist. I'm assuming a Trump supporter. I don't know much about him. He's got a blue tick. It's got 1.6 million followers. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, as someone who says Thailand can't have a boutique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that needs to be taken away. So he's originally uh, from India and he said that he grew up in India and was taught uh, by like to speak British English and they were taught to say Thailand. Mm. Um, well, now, I, I can't I obviously say that that's, that's not true. Obviously, I'm sure that was true, but I, it's not the way that English people say, say Thailand. Mm. Is all I can say. Mm-hmm. No, but a, but a country can say something in a certain way if that's how their dialect yeah. is. Bro- right. But surely it would be odd then for Trump to say Thailand as he's trying to be British. <laughs> yeah, but I think the argument was supposed to be, oh, you guys like you think you're sophisticated and you're taking the mick out of Trump, but actually he knows more than you because he knows the English language properly so, and he knows that they say Thailand. So what Thailand. does this guy say about the fact that then Trump goes on to say Thailand? Well, he hasn't addressed that like in the tweets, really. Um, Social constructs at all. Lots of people have obviously replied to all of these tweets. So, like his original tweet uh, about um, Thailand being the correct pronunciation has got six point two thousand comments. Wow. Uh, the next one saying that to clarify it's not how Thai people say it, it's how English people say it, has got 11.3 thousand comments. And that basically 
everybody is basically well most people are like uh that is not how you say thailand i'm from the uk i'm from canada i'm from india i'm from all these places and we say thailand <laughs> Do you know what I love? Like, the 11,000 people commenting on that. So, like... <laughs> yeah, why would you even bother? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this guy is a... He, he is a trusted source. We must tell him he's wrong. <laughs> All right, well, I think we've talked about Trump for enough. So... Shall we talk yes. about me? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but do you want to hear what I've heard this week? That's incorrect too. Do you want to do you want to know what I've seen this week? Yep. Yeah. Did you see or have you seen Montana Brown's Instagram stories? Slash no. Instagram content. So Montana Brown, for a bit of context, was on series three of the UK Love Island and has since then been around doing influencer stuff, working with brands. In 2019, she launched her own swimwear company called Swim Society, hashtag ad, and um, basically been doing loads of things here and there. Um, And I've always been someone that kind of stalked her from afar. I didn't follow her on Instagram just like to see what Montana's up to because I really loved her on Love Island and she's kind of around our age and I find her quite relatable and she's very normal doesn't show like she's very goofy and silly and and doesn't put on a facade so um anyway I decided to actually give her a follow because I just stalked (laughs) her too much I was like I should follow this girl and she regularly every day puts up really motivational and inspirational Instagram stories that I think everyone needs in their life just to pep up their day, help them grow to be better people. And I know everyone probably hates this kind of content, but really we want to be the best version of ourselves and Montana is helping us be that person. So she'll post like, she'll post silly videos just to make you laugh in general, like of herself. I'm okay with that. She... (laughs) She will post videos of her dancing to Mamma Mia High School Musical and Hannah Montana. You okay with <laughs> that too? Yep. Yeah. That is that as quality. That and is then quality she content. also will she will exactly she will um, talk about something that's happened that day that went wrong and just like sh- like just talk about it so you can relate to her. And um, today, for example, and we're filming we're recording on. Friday the 7th of August she posted some stories about um she wakes up every morning and she writes down affirmations and gratitudes and she was talking about that today and it really inspired me to want to start doing that and just appreciating what you have in life and knowing like where you can grow to and be and I just think there isn't enough there aren't enough people on social media being brave enough to be Mm -hmm. cheesy in that way and mm. the way she does it is so beautiful and in that you don't mind like looking at oh, that content. Well, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah, I like it. Um, For sure. One thing I've liked recently, I guess, on this kind of um, trend is like, you know how often on Twitter lots of people will say, oh, exciting news or like personal news and they'll tell you about their like new job or whatever or they find yeah. a job. I've seen quite a few people recently like doing kind of like, I don't know, um, 
kind of the true side of that like they'll post like oh personal news I didn't get the job that I spent all this time (laughs) on and like got ignored for three weeks and I, I think like that is like really I don't know but then they're like just like at the end I'll say just a reminder that you can put lots of effort into something it doesn't always go well but it will eventually kind of thing and I just think that's really nice because sometimes it's a bit disheartening to go on Twitter and everyone's like personal gear guys news guys yeah. I'm the best everything and <laughs> <laughs> um, with that that's it for our podcast this week we hope you enjoyed it and if you did why not subscribe to it on spotify or whatever platform you get your podcasts and give us a follow on twitter to get all the latest updates we're at dys underscore podcast and you can also find us on facebook we're just did you see see you next week Bye.